about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. This program is called All In With The Lord. We've been doing it for a long time now, and uh, year after year, I am constantly talking about ways to get closer to being more like God. After all, we are made in His image and likeness, according to the Scriptures. And if you're made in the image of God and the likeness of God, I guess the question becomes, are you acting like that? Or are you acting like someone who doesn't know who they are? Um, today, in the world, the way it is, it's very easy to get confused and not be sure if God loves you. Not be sure if you are to be successful or healthy. How do you find out? How do you know? And then, how do you change the road that you're on? That's what this program attempts to do, discuss those issues, talk about them, and hopefully find some shortcuts to help you and I change course, even if we're on the wrong one. So as we begin this program, I would like to talk about today from a scripture called Romans 12.2. This is the New International Version of it. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, if you've never read the Bible, and you have never read that, um, you need to go read the Bible. If you have read that and glossed over it and said, well, I don't know exactly what that means. Don't conform to the pattern of this world. Well, let's talk about that for a second. The pattern of this world right now, from gender to wealth is very confused. They don't know even who they are. Why is that? One of the biggest reasons for that is that the main adversary who hates God, therefore hates you, is the devil. Period. The end. His name, Lucifer. He came to this earth because he was in rebellion against the God who created all of the universe. And his mission is to take over God's position, but also erase God from everything you and I know to be true. If he can get it off of the dollar bill, in God we trust, he'll get it off. If he can get it out of the Pledge of Allegiance, he'll get it out. If he can get it out of the schools, he'll get it out. And the only way he can do those things is to get you or some other unsuspecting human to do it for him. Lucifer of his own has no power. 
But he does have the ability to get into your head, into your mind, and cause you to think things and then inevitably say them. And so thoughts are things. And here it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, how are you going to do that? How exactly are you going to renew your mind from what the whole world is telling you is true? if you don't absolutely 150% believe the Bible is true. And the Bible and the Word of God, absolutely perfect in every way. That God arranged it in the, in, in the Bible, in the Holy Bible, the manufacturer's handbook. He arranged it so that you have somewhere to go to find out how to renew your mind. Don't be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you don't take that seriously, you can pray all day long, my friend. And I'm telling it, I don't care what church you go to, I don't care how you pray, but if you don't go to the Word and believe it, what are you doing? Who, what are you, oh, we'll see what God's going to, you know how mysterious God is. I, I don't, actually. I know that he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I know that the rules of engagement are mysterious in a sense. I know that the way he created the universe and all of the quantum physics and biology that accompany it, is mysterious to those who don't understand it. And for those that don't have a scientific approach or mind to understand that the earth was made scientifically sound, you will find it mysterious. And you can make it extremely religious, as religious as you want. It won't help you, but since you can't understand it, let's explain it like, Mystery, mysterical, mystery, mystery. Don't understand, just totally believe. But today, we don't live in the dark ages. Well, it might feel like it if you turn on the TV. But we don't live in a time where you can't get information. You can get information. And science has already disproved, disproved, that there is, that the universe just happened. They've disproved it by showing how quantum physics, quantum biology, and quantum mechanics work. And they have disproved, disproved it. It can't happen. Everything has an origin. The problem is, you don't know where your origin came from if you don't know God, if you don't know or believe in a God. So, what do you do? Are you conforming to this world, or are you transforming from it to understand the height 
depth, width, and breadth of everything that we live in called the earth and outside of it called the universe. Do we believe there is a creator? Amen? Amen. Do we believe the Bible to be the inspired word of God? Amen? Amen. Do we believe we are to be transformed into what the word says? Amen? Amen. Why, then, do you question God? And when something happens that's not good, we blame God, or you try to. Well, God must have wanted that to happen. God must have wanted me to learn something. God, 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 blame God, blame God. How about, rather... He gave you the power in this earth to create your own Garden of Eden. And you messed it up. That's called responsibility. Do we want to accept that? Do you mean to tell me, Art, that we have the power to affect our future? Yes, and that is exactly why we're made in the image and likeness of God. He's teaching you how to do what He does. If your life is upside down and backwards, if your life is not performing the way you want it to perform, ask yourself this question. Have I conformed to this world, present world, or am I transforming myself daily, hourly, into the kingdom of God? And if you aren't transforming, then you are conforming. So how do we, how does Lucifer then get you to create what he wants for your life? And this is where a lot of people really get fouled up, because when Adam turned over the whole system to Lucifer in the garden, we all know the story of the apple, and you want to blame Eve, but it wasn't her fault. She was just curious. Adam's the one who should have known better. He should have accepted the responsibility and said, no, I'm trusting my father, and that's, that's it, period. But when he ate from that tree of knowledge of good and evil, he then turned over this earth and all of the power on it to Lucifer, the tree. The tree was Lucifer. In the Bible, and I will show you how many times it refers to us as trees. And we are growing trees inside of us. And those trees have misinformation. And the, God says in, the, in His Word, He has to uproot every tree that was planted wrong and replace it with the tree of life. 
Here, we're talking about eating fruit from a tree. Lucifer was that tree that he took information from, and that information caused him to contaminate the operating system that he had, that was he, he was totally plugged in and pure with God. And when he turned it over to Lucifer, all the power of the earth was turned over. Lucifer literally became the god of planet earth through Adam, legally, at that time. And today... When you blame God for anything, if you were smart enough to know, you would know it was Lucifer God that you were blaming. The God of planet Earth. Now, once you are born again and have accepted Jesus as your Lord, you are no longer under the authority, legally, of that God of planet Earth, Lucifer. But if you don't change your thinking, change your tree that's planted inside of you, you will continue to produce fruit that you don't want. So we're here to talk about how to plant a garden. How to get back the Garden of Eden in your life. That every aspect of your life is prospering. That every part of your health is renewing. That your mind is renewed. Your body is renewed. Your spirit is renewed. Because you're eating fruit from the tree of life, not the tree of death. So if things aren't the way they, they're supposed to be, and I don't care if it's a disease, or if it's lack of money, or if it's just worry, depression, anxiety, fear, whatever. It is the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which originated in the garden through Lucifer. And God's will is the opposite of that. Joy, peace, happiness, <coughs> strength, <coughs> dominance, take dominion over the earth and subdue it. If you can't subdue your own life, you can't subdue the earth. The story is, before you try to clean up the earth, clean up your bedroom. Your bedroom. You ever see some people's bedrooms? Oy! <laughs> I don't know where I got the away from, but you know, think about it. We have to be transformed, not conformed. And right now, the tree is being shaken, man. I'm telling you, you know, God's shaking all of our trees. I don't know if you sense it, but I know the time is short. The time is short. You know how you know that? Wars, rumors of wars, the media telling you what to think. You're not smart enough to know. We're going to tell you what to think. And constantly bombarding you with evil and pain and suffering, which is covered around the world. There's enough suffering 
and murders covered around the world on the media to feed you a steady diet of knowing it must be coming your way every day. And if you're plugged into the media, if you're plugged into the TV only, you are, you're destined to absorb and repeat what's going on. Because here's what happens. It starts as a thought in your mind. And it's just a thought. Now, uh, a news commentator may have placed that thought there that some disease is going to get you. A news commentator may have placed the thought that you might be murdered in your own home. A news commentator could place the thought that war is coming or an earthquake is coming or whatever. But then you take that thought and your imagination, your imagination, nobody else's, yours, begins to go to work to embellish how that might happen. You call it worry. You call it fear. Your imagination is the most sophisticated 3D printer ever developed ever in all of creation. And it will bring to pass the design that you're imagining. Your imagination, not mine, mine is for me, yours is for you and your garden. What does your garden look like right now? Are you pleased with your garden? If you're not, you have to plant different seed. If you're not happy with the fruit that's growing in your garden right now, go out and look, or go, go look in your, in your life, take an inventory, and you say, well, home, business, social, mental, physical, spiritual, financial, I'm unhappy with these areas. Stop planting the same seed that keeps coming up, which I call the merry-go-round effect. Merry-go-round, here we go. You ever been on merry-go-round? Every time you come around, you get the gold or the silver um, th ring, you can pull it out. They used to have those. And every time you go around the merry-go-round, you come back to the same place. There's a lot of people who are living their lives in the same place every day, every week, every year. You want to change? Listen. Those that have ears to hear, hearken. Listen to what we're saying. I am saying you can stop eating from the tree that Adam ate from. And you can start eating from the tree of life. And you can do it right now. But I like some of that food on that tree. Really? And that's what you're going to do, is just keep eating poison fruit and keep poisoning your garden so that things keep coming up that you don't want? Listen, hearken, those that have ears to hear, open your ears. You are your own creator, made in the image and likeness of God. He gave you a mission on this earth. And what you have to do is don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Listen, 
If you don't believe this word, then you have, forget it. You shouldn't even be listening to this. You either believe the word or you don't. You can't, to, to read the Bible or go to church and not believe it is just a religious repetition of nothing. There's no power in it. And that's what's wrong today. The power is gone from the church. The power is returning right now. We are in the beginning stages of a great awakening. The awakening before Jesus returns. And he's giving every believer an opportunity to shake themselves. Grab yourself by the ear. Shake yourself. And then, after you've shaken yourself, then, read the Word. Say, I am going to conform to this Word, not to the world. I am going to be transformed from this earth's way of living. And all my friends that are telling me that things aren't going to work out, I am going to be changed in an instant. How will I do that? <sighs> do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Do you think God wants you to be broke, busted, sick, and disgusted? That is a lie from hell. And I don't care who you are. You buy that lie, you're buying the fruit from the tree that Lucifer fed it to you from. That is not what Jesus came to teach. Read the Word of God. He came to teach life and how to have it more abundantly. To be restored to where Adam was before the fall. Do you think for one second that you want your children to have sickness, disease, poverty, be destitute, depressed? Well, neither does your Heavenly Father. Stop blaming your Heavenly Father for you following the world system, for you continually eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil which Adam started and everyone else followed suit and continues to if you are conformed to this world. You are a tree and that tree has to be uprooted. The old tree has to go. You are the born again person if you've accepted Jesus. Will you go to heaven? Absolutely, if you've accepted Jesus. However, However, will you be able to say when you get there that you did what you were sent to do? And that is, accept what the blood that dripped off the cross bought and paid for you and I to do. To change! And that change is possible. And that we can take over this earth with love, with strength. Love is not weak. Meek is not weak. Meek 
is strength under control. The meek shall inherit the earth. Are you meek? Are you conformed to the world and weak? Because if you're walking around with your head down, and you're a born-again Christian, and you're now afraid of gas prices, and you were afraid of the virus, and you're afraid of this, and you're afraid of that, my friend, you have not read the Word of God. Read the Word of God, and then believe it. Don't just say it, believe it. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do I renew my mind? By reading the Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the Word of God. Read the Word out loud, and you will hear the Word. Read the Word out loud, and you will hear the Word. Read the Word out loud, and you will build your strength, your faith. Read the promises of God out loud, and you will renew your mind. Read the promises of God out loud, and you will renew yourself. Your whole trans you'll transform it. You'll change your thoughts. Your thoughts... Drop from your head to your heart. And when it's in your heart, you speak it out of your mouth. Now, I know I come on a little strong here today, but listen, we're out of time. You're out of time. It's time to do what God told us to do, what He sent us to do. Now, when you Take that thought, and something bad happens for a second, or, you're, or something happens to someone you know, or you, some, an accident, or something happens. First words out of your mouth will generally be what's in your heart. And a lot of people use a lot of four-letter words that aren't faith. And then they wonder why things happen to them. The tree that is grown inside of them is not the tree of God's Word. It is the tree of conforming to the world. We have to rip that tree out. Rip it out. You cannot continue to believe nonsense and expect God's Word to work. God says He wants you to prosper. We've got to rip out the old garden. In the second part of this program, we're going to talk about how to plant your new garden. We're going to talk about that. And now we can expedite that. You're, there are ways, you know, you can grow a garden fast. You can plant the seedlings ahead of time. You can put it into a, a, a greenhouse and cause it to grow even in bad weather. There's things you can do, and we're going to talk about those. How to grow, to plant a garden, and how to get it to grow quickly. Quickly.
Now, we're out of time in this segment, or I'd start immediately into the next part. But we're going to take a break, come back. We're talking about waking ourselves up to the fact that you don't have to be broke, busted, sick, and disgusted. You can be a child of God being blessed and in the favor of God every day. We'll be right back. Don't go away. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. And we're back. We're talking about where we live today as Christians. The time is up. I don't know how many people God has to send to tell all of us the day of the Lord is at hand. But it's at hand. Why don't you get on board and totally get all in and enjoy it? That's the idea. We were talking about your garden, how your life looks right now, your life right now right now, and how to plant a garden. We were talking about Romans 12 too. Don't be transformed, but renew your mind with the Word of God. Here in Proverbs 23, 7, this is from the Amplified Version. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he in behavior, one who is who manipulates. As he thinks in his heart, so is he, He says to you, eat and drink, yet his heart is not with you, but it is begrudging the cost. The reason I read that from the Amplified is it says it a little differently. And people all around us want to manipulate us. Their heart is not in it with you. Go ahead, show us how God's going to heal you. Go ahead, show us how God's going to deliver you. Go ahead, they're not with you. And if you turn on the media, most cases, unless you're tuned into a good Christian word-talking station, you are hearing a bunch of garbage. Garbage in, garbage out. That's the first rule of computing that we learned when computers came on board. Garbage in, garbage out. In Isaiah 55, 8, it says, this is God talking, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Whatever you're thinking on your own are not God's thoughts, unless you took His thoughts from His Word and replaced your thoughts with His thoughts. If you took His thoughts and replaced it with your thoughts, then they are His thoughts. His thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Now, what does he mean by that? Your thoughts all vibrate at a frequency. Fear 
Oh my gosh. Fear escalates that frequency to no end and causes things your imagination fears to actually take place and happen in your life. You think you hide it in yourself, but this mechanism that God gave, it's not just to eat and, and sleep. It is a machine. It is, a, is an incredible, godlike, that's right, godlike, made in his image and likeness, an incredible godlike creating device that you live in. You think it's just you. I live here. Yes, you do. But you're created to do much more. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Our, his ways are not our ways. But if we take his word and transform our thinking, then it becomes our way. And that's how we plant a garden. Isaiah 54, 14, you will be firmly established in righteousness. You will be far from even the thought of oppression, for you will not fear, and from terror you will not, it will not come near you. If anyone fiercely attacks you, it will not be from me. That's God talking. Whoever attacks you will fall because of you. Listen carefully. I have created the smith who blows on the fire of coals and who produces a weapon for its purpose. I have created the destroyer to inflict ruin. No weapon, though, formed against you will succeed. No weapon. No thought. And every tongue, every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you will condemn. The peace, the righteousness, security, and triumph over the opposition is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Now listen, you can't tell me God doesn't want you to win. You can't tell me he doesn't want you to prosper. Read the book. It's so plain, you have to be really smart to mess it up. Listen carefully, it says. I've created everything. And in spite of all I created and all that's in the earth, no weapon formed against you will succeed. Do you believe that? Then act like it. And every tongue... Every tongue, anybody who says anything about you, you will condemn. You'll bring them down. The peace and righteousness, security and triumph over your opposition is your heritage of the servants of the Lord. Are you a servant of the Lord? Then this is God's will. His will, His will is peace, righteousness, security, triumph. Are you experiencing that? Why not? Why not? And this is their vindication from me, says the Lord. He wants to demonstrate for you, to all of your opposers, to all of your adversary, He wants to demonstrate that He's in you and you have victory if you will conform to His Word, not to the world. Transform your mind by renewing it every single day. Now, we just went through a period where everybody initially, I believe, started to fear 
being sick. And there's still people who think it's going to get them yet uh, from because of the pandemic. I'm not saying it didn't exist, but where was your faith in that? It's a pretty good indicator how you reacted to that of where your faith element is. Psalm 91 tells us that no evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. Not even on us, but near us. And I lived under that. I really did. And I know a lot of people did, but a lot of them didn't. And a lot of them are still double masked, running around in life like scared, whatever. I don't care if you wear a mask. But I'll tell you what, it's an indicator of your faith element and where you stand in faith. Build it up so that the mask is Psalm 91, that no weapon formed against you can prosper, that no evil will befall you, fall you, neither shall any plague come near you, no matter where you are. The shield is around you. We have to grow up, kids. If you're not living like this, You need to grow, grow, grow in the Spirit and believe. Now, Paul, here in Acts 28.3, was a good example of something that happened. It says here, But when Paul gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on a fire, a viper crawled out because of the heat and fastened itself on his hand. When the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they began saying to one another, Undoubtedly, the man is a murderer, and though he has been saved from the sea, justice is avenging and has not and is not going to permit him to live. So everybody there, the media, started reporting, Paul's going to die. Paul's going to die. He's bit by a viper. He must have had it coming. And they believed it was because of something he did, because he was a murderer. And he openly told them he was, because he was his testimony. So they began to say, it's justice. He's going to die. The media began to say it. And then everybody around started to say it. And the the news was all through the camp. This man's going to die. Then Paul shook off the creature into the fire, and suffered no ill effects. Why? That man was born again, and living like a born-again man. That's right. He actually believed it. My gosh, the Lord appeared to him and blinded him. He had a revelation of knowing that he just got done battling a storm at the sea. The Lord told him he was going to go to a certain destination. You think a viper? It's going to you think a plague is going to stop that person? But you got to believe. You got to believe. You call yourself a believer, what do you believe? I am really coming down on us because we got to believe. We've got to believe what the word says. So God can activate himself within us. Undoubtedly, they said, he's going to die. He shook it off, no effects. But they stood watching and expecting him to swell up or suddenly just drop dead. So what were their beliefs? What were their expectations? This is what always happens. It always happens to somebody that gets bit, they're going to swell up and die. But 
after they had waited a long time, probably stayed up all night going, wonder when this is going to happen. Okay, I'm going to doze off. You watch now to see when Paul swells up and dies. I don't want to miss it because I want to be able to tell everybody I was there. Somebody gets a disease and everybody gathers around and says, oh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry this is going to happen to you. Where is faith? Where is belief? Where is the word? We have to start acting like believers. So after they waited a long time and see nothing unusual happened to him, what happened to them? They changed their minds and began saying that he was a god. So you're either a sinner that dies, a murderer, or if it doesn't affect you, excuse me, if it doesn't affect you, now you're a god. You're not a god, but you are a little god. In Christ Jesus, you are, he's big god, we're little god, but we're made in his image and likeness. And no weapon, no disease, no plague, no anything shall come near my dwelling. For God has given his angels charge over me to bear me up in their hands, lest I dash my foot against the stone. And in my pathway, there is life, there is no death. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Psalm 91, do you believe it or not? then act like it. Stop acting like a person that's still eating from the tree that Adam ate from that got him into all the trouble. Stop eating from that tree. You are. You are eating from that tree if you're walking around in fear. This is an important message because we often want to say, boy, if Adam just didn't sin. Or if Eve didn't bring him the apple. But you're eating the apple. We're eating it. And we continue to eat it. You want to know the answer to something? Google it, right? Where do you think all that data's coming from? Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. Google represents personified what Lucifer is as a tree. Let's give them all the information, how to make a bomb, how to destroy things. They need to know everything, except, except free speech. Because we certainly want to control what's being said. If we don't agree with it, shut it off. Let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters in the Lord. We are in a day where you need to wake up, sit up straight, and do something. Become a meaningful specific in life, not a wandering generality. There are a lot of wandering Christians who didn't even bother to vote last time. Not acceptable. Unacceptable, my friends. Unacceptable. The Lord has a plan. Are you with Him? Or do you just say you're with them? There's a difference. Oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe, yeah. Really? Right now, I've met a young man that has a really interesting business. Uh, he helps Christians to understand where their investment money is being used. And if it's being used 
in causes that are not aligned with our beliefs as Christians. There are a lot of companies that your investment firms that you have your retirements with are investing in that fund a lot of things that are not acceptable in the Word of God. This young man, at a young age, has taken it upon himself to put out a weekly report on who those companies are. You can, I'll just mention his website because I think it's fabulous. ChristCenteredCapital.com And you can sign up. costs you a few bucks a month to get a report all the time. But you can know who's using the money that they're making off of your money. Off of the money that you're putting into your savings so you can retire. They're using money off of that to fund the very things that are against what you believe. Yet that doesn't seem to bother Christians as long as they're making money. We need to wake up and stop participating with the enemy. Stop funding the enemy. It's easy to sit here and judge our leaders, our political leaders. But yet, you and I are the ones we really need to be judging. You and I have to make a decision. You and I. And then you'll vote, and you'll vote God's Word, and you'll pull your money from places that are funding projects that have nothing to do with the Lord. And there are companies making money who have plenty to do with the Lord that you can put your money in. But we allow the people of the world who know better than us what to do with our money to invest it so that we can sit back. Oh, yes, I'm retired now. Oh, yes, I am. I'm good. I'm good. I'm set. I'm good. Price of gas goes up. It doesn't affect me. Now I just, I won't drive as much, but I'm good. What about the people who it does affect? Can you get off your royal throne and go out there in the streets and start helping them? So it's time, it's time to not sit down on your butt, but get out of the rut and stop eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Matthew 5.44 But I say to you, love that is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for. That's what it means. Your enemies. Love your enemies. And pray for those who persecute you, so that you may show yourselves to be the children of your Father, who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on those who are evil and those who are good and makes the rain fall on the righteous, those who are morally upright and unrighteous, the unrepented, those who oppose him, he still loves them. So we aren't to be mad at people who are doing all this. We're supposed to take responsibility for us and change 
and love them in spite of who they are. I'm talking about any political leader you can't stand. Anybody you say, I don't like the way they look. I don't like the way they talk. I don't like what they stand for. Okay. Pray for them and understand that God will transform the circumstance if we pray. And I, I mean that sincerely. Now, we have a right to vote in the right people that will expedite everything we want done. But when they're not in office, pray for them. They need it more than ever. Okay, we're talking about how to change your garden. And in the few minutes I have left, and I can't read it all to you, but Mark 4.11, the sower sows the word. It can't be any clearer. The Word of God is the seed. The sower sows the Word. I'm going to make a statement. Your future is always contained in your seed. Your future is always contained in your seed. Your future is always contained in your seed. The seed is the Word of God. So if you're sowing seed out of your mouth. That's what you think, what you want, selfish, all about you, just what you think, and you have not consulted the Word of God or transformed by the renewing of your mind, then don't be upset when your seed comes up and your garden produces the very same thing that you didn't like. <coughs> right? Right. Your future is in your seed. Mark 4.11, the sower sows the word. Some fell by the wayside, some fell among the thorns, some fell. Some of the seed works, some of it doesn't. And it's like a mustard seed. The word of God, the Bible tells us it's like a mustard seed. So here we go. You are now saying something. Suppose you have a pain in your hand. It's real, and you feel it. Should you be telling everyone about your pain? Every time you speak, you're sowing a seed. There's also another scripture that says that you will give account for every idle word that you spoke in this earth. God has a recording of every word that you've ever spoken. And when you try to show him what you said God, you know, I'm mad at God, or God did this, he's going to take you right back and show you where your word, at a micro subatomic level, was a mustard seed that created the circumstance that befell you. You aren't going to be able to get your uh, uh, judgment on God that he did this to me, or he did. There is actually a recording of every word spoken since this earth began. And it will show at a subatomic, subatomic, quantum level what words did what and who spoke them. And when you sit there going, oh man, you mean I participated in that? Yes, you did. 
and God forgave you. But here you are. Wipe off the slate if you really get this. If you have ears to hear, wipe the slate clean and stop and start talking differently today. Start sowing different seed today. Get God's word, which is vibrating at a higher frequency than our words, and speak it out of your mouth and believe it and expedite at a quantum level that mustard seed that will grow and vibrate quicker and come up and keep watering it by believing it and thanking Him that it's already done until your garden changes. If you're not living in the Garden of Eden, you are not planting that seed that is right for the Garden of Eden, which is the Word of God. I don't know about you, but I get excited about the fact that God has made us in His image and likeness because He wants us to understand what it's like to be able to create. And when we've created all the messes, all the messes that we created, we have a chance to wipe the slate clean. God isn't holding it against us. The blood of Jesus delivered us and we can start to plant different seed. Mark 4.11, the sower sows the word. Please read it. Please read it. And be the good ground where the word took root, and it grew fast. And we're out of time on this program. But every week, we attain a vibration here. We attain the Holy Spirit level, where we want to try to impart a new way of thinking, a new way of working, so that you can make a difference in someone's life. There's someone in your life today that you can transform them by smiling at them and telling them you love them in Jesus' name. Next week, we'll pick it up here, talk more about the kingdom, and talk more about God's Word. I hope you have a great week being all in. Give it a good shot. Be all in with the Lord. Have fun. God loves you. And I'll talk to you soon. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time.